All right, guys, we are about 10 days out from the next live event, and I wanted to do a repost podcast. You know, the podcasts are like newspapers in that once you start listening, you don't usually go back and listen to the ones before. And so what I'm going to do, actually take it all the way back to the first, the first podcast I ever did, how to make $25,000 at a gym by doing a talk. And the reason I'm doing this is because this is actually going to be the focus, the focus of our live event. I think the coolest thing for me in this uh, podcast is when I go back and listen, how much I've grown since then, right? I'm not mad at what I talked about back then because the information is still 100% valid, but I'm actually excited because at the live event, my growth and learning has been so, so, so much that there's going to be so much content that I'm going to share, the frameworks that I'm going to be able to share to help people to be able to go back to their community, have an impact, meet people, get them to understand they have a problem and that they can solve. So I hope you enjoy this episode, taking it back to an OG episode, the first one that we have ever done. By the way, if you hear a baby in the background, that is my daughter and she is playing right now. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you're coming to a live event, we cannot wait to see you there. And if not, we will be in San Diego in January and you must, must, must attend. It's going to be absolutely unbelievable. As always, I appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, please like, subscribe, do all that cool stuff with the podcast so that we can keep finding people and spreading the message. Talk to you soon. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. Let's go back. Second trimester in chiropractic school. I started to get involved in the sports club for you guys out there, sports club, R2P, MPI, and I started realizing how and what I wanted to do in my chiropractic practice. And it wasn't going to be the traditional chiropractic practice. I really wanted to incorporate my sports and athletic background, and I wanted to be able to treat patients in a certain and distinct way that was probably significantly different than the rest of people in school, different than the professors and even different than the chiropractors I went to growing up, which is why I got into practice in the first place. And so starting in second semester, I started going to these clubs. I got introduced to MPI and McKenzie and TPI and all the different rehab activities that you know we now know and love and our patients absolutely love. And that's why they come to see us. At the same time, I knew I wanted to run a really successful business. I mean, you go into business to be successful and to provide for your family and to grow a team and all these different things. And what I found very early on was that there was a massive dichotomy in the profession. And what I found was that the people that were doing rehab, people that were doing the McKenzie, the people that were practicing a little bit different, none of them seemed to understand or even want to run a successful business. If you wanted to run a successful business or practice, you had to go and find the master circle or another one of these coaching organizations who just focuses on you selling to patients, hard sales, converting them, doing all that icky stuff that, you know, we do not want to do. Because I didn't know any better, I started to follow that practice management. 
Now, very quickly, I understood that these guys and girls were not speaking my language. I knew that it was not something that I wanted to do. The problem was at the other end, the rehab side of it, nobody, nobody was talking about how to be successful in business. And what I recognized and realized was it seemed like they had accepted, the people on the rehab side had accepted that they were never going to run a successful practice, that they hopefully were going to be able to pay the bills and they were going to be proud of the practice that they had. But any success beyond that, that wasn't for them. That wasn't for them. And I just didn't agree. I absolutely did not agree with this. This was not how I wanted to practice. This was not what I wanted to do. And from second semester in chiropractic school back in 2009, 2010, I had the same intention. My intention was to do both. It was to run a practice that I was really proud of, that could use rehab, that could use soft tissue work, and that could spend time with patients and, and have a wildly successful business. I didn't want to be on Facebook. I didn't want to be on Instagram and talk about those chiropractors that had success, that had the nice house, that had all the, the things that, you know, we might aspire to in life. I wanted that to be me, but I wasn't willing to compromise on the things that were non-negotiables, that we were going to help patients the way that I deemed best for them. And we were going to give them a great experience and we were going to run a successful business. As I've told people before, and excuse me for the, uh, the harsh language, I'm a stubborn jerk. I always believed that we could do both. I absolutely always believed that we could do both and do both well. So I finished school, I graduate school, I go get an associateship. And from a treatment standpoint, that associateship was absolutely amazing. I was able to hone my craft and hone my skills. But again, I just knew I wanted more. And so I opened my own practice back in 2015. And when I started the journey, like most of us that go into private practice, we kind of hang up a shingle and then we just sort of repeat the practice that we came from and usually charge lower prices, which is a, another a conversation for another day. And that's how I started. When I started, I set up a table in a CrossFit gym that had no air conditioning in the middle of July. And the only AC we had was when I opened the refrigerator. And that was where we got going. That was where we got going with it. Now, at that time, I was looking for help. I knew I needed a coach. I knew I needed mentorship, just like I had taken clinical courses my whole career. I also believed I needed a business coach. Unfortunately, as we spoke about before, there was nothing out there for me. There was nothing in the rehab chiropractic space that understood how I wanted to practice and was a chiropractor. And so I ended up seeking out physical therapists. And I joined a business group for physical therapists, mostly cash-based one-on-one physical therapists who were doing very similar stuff to what I was doing. And it's been great. And quite frankly, I'm still a part of these groups. But the reason I started coaching, the reason I've started this company and helping rehab chiropractors is because I want to be the person that I never had when I started in practice. I wanted to be that guy that understood. As one of my coaching clients had said to me, I know I needed you, but I didn't know you were out there. I know I needed to fix my business. I know I needed to build a team. I know I needed to learn marketing and sales and communication, all the things we're going to talk about in this podcast, but I didn't want to do it with the other type of chiropractor. I didn't want to talk to them about things that they just didn't understand. All they were going to tell me is more volume more adjustments, more treatment rooms. And that's not how I practice. And so for me, that's why we're here. That's the point of this podcast, to give you absolutely everything I've got, all the information that's helped us build three successful practices. And now within a year, we've helped almost a dozen 
rehab chiropractic practices all over the country help to build and scale their business. And we'll have these those guys and gals on the podcast so you can hear from them and not from me. But it's been an amazing journey so far. And I'm super excited in this type of podcast setting that we're going to be able to help even more people. The episode today is the most frequently asked question that I get. And I feel super humbled and qualified to be able to talk about it because it's something that I've screwed up tons of times. And once we figured this out, it's absolutely been the number one biggest ROI in our practice. In other words, for the time spent doing the return on investment, which is marketing is just, it's about psychology and math. And we'll have that episode soon. But in a marketing opportunity, when we go and speak at a gym, For the time we put into it and the amount of return on investment we get from it, it's absolutely, without a doubt, the best way to quickly grow and scale your rehab chiropractic practice. Let's get into that. So my journey, similar to many of you out there, if you run a rehab chiropractic practice, there's a very good chance that your ideal client is someone that either does CrossFit or goes to a semi-private training gym who works with a personal trainer. We call them active adults. They are active adults, you know, how old, 30 to 55, 60 years old on average. Obviously, there's outliers on both sides, but that is the ideal client. But people that invest in their health, they take care of themselves. Again, they could be triathletes. They work out in a gym. They do CrossFit. They're competitive. They might play golf. That's our typical client that we see. Very similar to you guys out there who run rehab chiropractic practices as well. That's very much the type of clientele that you most often work with. And because of that, the best marketing I believe that we can do, especially early on, is to go and get in front of people in these settings. So we go and seek out where these people are. Where are they? Most of the times they are working out in gyms. For today's topic and conversation, the place that they are most often is very much a CrossFit gym. And so the people that go to CrossFit, they obviously care about their health. They care about their body. Many of them want to be competitive. And so for us, we forge relationships in our community with the multiple CrossFit gyms around here. And our job is to go and be able to lecture, inform, speak to these audiences to try to give them valuable information. And then if they see fit and see value in what we do, potentially done correctly, they will become patients of ours in our private practice. Now, the problem, as I've seen it, and truthfully, I've seen it to a point, and this is not being dramatic, it's true, done incorrectly, this type of situation, I've actually seen it put docs out of business. Let me say that again. Done incorrectly, I have seen this type of lecture put docs out of business. Great intentions, great hustle, but it's not all about hustle. You can hustle as hard as you want, do as many lectures as you want, but if you don't have the right technique and strategy, when you go and present, you will never get these people to become patients of yours. So let's get into it. When I started doing this, I always say we would do a lecture at a gym about shoulder pain, best tips to get out of shoulder pain. We'd finish the lecture. And someone would ask me how it went. And I would say it went great. The content was great. And I was right. The content was great. And it did go great. The problem was none of those people in that lecture, it could have been 10, 15, 20, 30 people, almost without fail, never stepped foot into our private practice. And again, we are trying to lecture and inform people 
The reality is we are doing that long-term to get them to become private patients in our office. And until I figured out what the heck we were doing wrong, I lived in a world of maybe it's not the right audience. Maybe it's them. It's not me. But as I've learned in life, if you look inward first, you'll typically find the answer. So what's the answer? Write this down. Get out a pen and paper. Write this down. If you're driving, pull over. The answer to the question of how, how do you get people to go from a lecture in a CrossFit gym that are sitting there listening to you talk about back pain or shoulder pain or squat technique, whatever you go in with, how do we get them from this office or from this gym to become our private patients? And I'm going to give you two tips today. If you do these two tips, there's a 100% chance you will do better than you've already done. Just to kind of give you some context, when we started to deploy this, the first time we did this, we did a four-week lecture on, we called it Bulletproof Shoulders at a CrossFit gym. I think we had 12 people at the seminar, and it was a four-week lecture. And by the end of it, I believe the return on investment for our four hours was $25,000. And before that, we did a similar lecture the year before without the right technique. And our return on investment, I think, was zero. I don't know if we got actually anybody from it. And the content both times was great. So it isn't just the content, it's the strategy. So write this down. When you're doing these lectures, when you're going to speak in a gym, you must, must, must teach the why and have them understand that the how and the what is becoming a private patient in your office. Let me say that again. You must teach the why And the how and what is to become a private patient in your office. And so I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Well, aren't you withholding information? Aren't you withholding information? How are you not giving them information? That is not true. Let me explain. The best thing you can do as a doc is to help people understand the why. Don't take for granted that they understand. If they're having back pain, let's use back pain as an example. You and I both know that we would look at their hip We would look at their knee. We would look at how they squat. We would look at lifting technique. These are all things we would look at. We wouldn't just look at their back. And so if I go in and do a lecture, the biggest thing I want people to understand is why they're having the pain that they're having. Now, let's take that one step further. If you're a rehab chiropractor out there, I believe the best thing we can do for any patient or client is that one-on-one individualized assessment to actually find what we call the root cause of the problem, find the root cause of why they're having the problem that they are having. In this situation, if we're doing a lecture of 10 to 15 people, there is 0.000% chance that you can go around and tell each person why they're having the problem they're having in that lecture setting. The only shot that you have is to help them to understand that they might have a problem that they can potentially get fixed if they come to see you in your office. Now, I want to make this very clear. I want to make this 100% clear. If you believe that in a lecture of 15 people that you are giving everyone the absolute best shot and they shouldn't come see you in your office, then you might not be in the right place as far as what we believe in the rehab chiropractic space. We believe that there's no such thing as one protocol that treats every issue. So if you're in a lecture with 15, it's going to be an impossibility that you will be able to tell each individual person what and how to fix the problem. And if they leave that lecture thinking that they have the answer, you've done a disservice to them. If my mother came to a lecture at a CrossFit gym or any gym with you, and she believed she left that lecture with the three exercises she needed to fix her problem, I'm coming to you. 
because I know she's got a history of back surgery and back pain that, you know, another person in the lecture might not have. And I know that she might be afraid to do certain movements. And I know she might need to hip hinge and her ankles are tight. And that's going to be different than everyone else at that lecture. My biggest thing is she has to understand why she might be having the back pain and that she really, the how and the what, is she needs to get her butt into your office so that you can do what you're really good at. And I believe anything less than that, you're doing a disservice to that person. So when you go to do these lectures, understand, you have to help them understand the why. So if it's a shoulder problem, and again, you guys know this, but they don't. If it's a shoulder problem, they have to understand what, how their neck is involved. They have to understand how their T-spine is involved. They have to understand what potential surgeries they've had in the past or issues they've had in the past or sports they've done in the past that have caused them to have the problem. Now, I didn't say you're going to fix their problem in that hour. That is completely, completely in living in la-la land. You won't. If it's a back pain problem, they have to understand their hips. They have to understand their knees. They have to stand, understand their lifting technique. If you're a rehab chiropractor out there, I know you're addressing all of those things in the office. If they believe that they can leave that lecture and that with 10 McKenzie press-ups and that's going to solve their problem and, the, and their problem is fixed, well, that's on you. I think you've done them a disservice. And I really, really, really mean that. So again, just to review. When you're doing a lecture, you have to teach the why. They have to understand the how and the what is absolutely the thing, the thing that's going to get them across the line to solve the problems that they have. The second piece of this, and I'm going to do a separate podcast just on this. It's called gap selling. It's called gap selling. And what gap selling means is that you have to help this person understand that there is a distinct gap between what they will receive in that seminar and what they will receive in your office. If they believe that in the seminar, they're going to get three exercises to solve their back pain, and they believe that coming to your office, they're going to get three exercises to solve their back pain, you have not created the gap. And when you create the gap, essentially when you put the, the seminar and your treatment in the office as far apart as humanly possible, they will then understand why they logically should say, this seminar was good, but if I really want to solve my problem, I know I've got to go do that. If they think or they know or they believe that that in-person seminar and treatment in your office, there's no gap between them, it's going to be completely irrelevant for them to come to your office. Why would they do that? So I'm going to do a separate podcast just on this gap selling concept. I think it's absolutely the best thing that you can understand and learn in order to present and, and have someone logically come to the conclusion that this is good, an in-person seminar with 12 to 15 people, but I really need to go see these guys in person. Gap, gap selling. You have to create as wide or as big of a gap as humanly possible. So to recap, when you're doing a lecture, when you're going to CrossFit gym, number one, you have to teach the why and they have to understand the how and the what. They have to understand the how and the what is in your private practice. And number two, create a gap. This is what we call gap selling. Gap selling is they have to understand that the lecture is good, but there is a massive gap between what they're going to get in the lecture and what they're going to get in the treatment room. Teach the why, create the gap. If you do those two things well, I guarantee you, you will get a bigger return. You will help more people in your private practice, your rehab chiropractic practice. So that's what I've got for you today. I hope this was a helpful first episode. Going forward, if you have any questions, I love to do Q&A on this podcast. Um, 
and I want to be able to help as many of you rehab chiropractors out there as possible, just email me. It's coaching at strive the number two move.com. Coaching at strive to move.com. Also, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at my name, Justin Rabinowitz, one word. Uh, I post a ton of business and rehab content on there daily. And my goal here is to help as many of you as I can. I totally understand and I see where we are in the profession. And I genuinely believe that we have an opportunity to level up. We have an opportunity to create a change in the profession, that it doesn't have to be like it's always been. But the rehab chiropractors out there, we can't just be, as as one of my mentors, Brett Winchester would say, you cannot be the best kept secret in your town. We have to run good businesses. We have to be able to get out in the community. We have to be able to help more people. We don't want to be the guy in the corner and be pissed that 10 guys down the street that are running crappy practices are getting all the patients that we know we should be helping. But we've got to run a good business to do that. So that's what my plan is on this podcast. And if you have questions, please email me, please like, and subscribe. And we'll be back soon with the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, the Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you.